Hello and welcome back to Misrepresented. I'm so excited for today's episode because I have one of my favorite dentists, Dr. Viviana White, who owns her own practice and you're board certified in everything, right? Yes, I don't get bored. I love dentistry. I love what I do and I always try to stay up to date so I can give the best treatment to our patients. I love that. I feel like you're not like a regular dentist. You're like a cool dentist. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and like every time I come in, you always keep us laughing. We try, we try. I have another side of my career that it's a little bit of comedy and humor. And yeah. I always try to make people laugh in all the ways, not only smiling, but always try to make jokes because dentistry is terrible. People are terrified. <laughs> Even when I used to go to a dentist, I was terrified. So I try to make that experience uh, as comfortable as possible. Yeah. So you were scared of the dentist? I freak out. That's why I became a dentist. Are you still scared of the dentist? Yes. Really? There are things that they're imprinting on you since you're born. Like, like if you had a, like a bad experience, it's very hard to wow. treat it. So that's how I feel about my patient. If they come with anxiety mm -hmm. and they have problems, I relate to them and, and I know how to treat it because I still have to go to the dentist too. Wow. What do you not like about it? The noise. Nobody likes the machine. Oh. Like, zzz, zzz, zzz. Yeah. everybody's afraid of that. Um, when you get a cleaning, it's so basic, so easy, but just somebody invading into your mouth. It's, it's like a private part too, you know? Really? So, yeah. Am I crazy? Because I love the dentist and maybe you're the reason why I love the dentist. Because so much. I went to you for just to fix my teeth for Miss South Florida USA, like 10 yeah, years ago. We had ago. fun with that too. We had so much fun. Look what I brought today. This oh is, my God, I remember that. It's such a big memory Woo! of my reign to have the perfect teeth. And you really gave me so much confidence. So I brought this with me because I'm like memories. Um, you did good. You did good. Because usually you. we give instructions to the patient and they don't follow. And really? something that you do really good is that you come every six months for your cleaning. And that's mm -hmm. very important because if we don't do prevention, then we don't know what's happening, what is wrong. Like if we can do something on time, like not to get to a root canal, which is something that nobody likes to have. Yeah. And we prevent, we do small cavities. We do, Lisa doesn't have cavities by the way, but <laughs> <laughs> for the patients that they need to be treated, like if they tell the things on time and we can catch it in the x-rays, a lot of patients say, don't take an x-ray, please. It's so bad for me. No, an x-ray, you do it once a year. It gives you less radiation than eating a can of tuna. Mm -hmm. So there are beliefs that people have that they are so bad that they're not true. So they, wow. they have to come early. Even when people have kids and so and so, they have to bring it early so they get used to the chair. They are not traumatized like I was yeah. when I was little. Um, and in that way, they, they are confident. They, they are on top of the gums. They have a beautiful smile. If something needs to be treated, we use Invisalign, orthodontic, anything to put the teeth in the right place. And that will help people talk better, sleep better, breathe better, mm -hmm. because they have the right space inside the oral cavity that will allow the patients to function properly in life. Wow. I, I love the dentist. So I don't <laughs> know where all these people are getting these traumatic experiences, but again, it's probably because of you. You made it so fun. I had to get my wisdom teeth taken out. And you had like this little eye goggle thing and I got to watch the Minions, you know, I'm sure yeah, it was for kids, but you were like, do you want to watch Minions? And I was like, sure, you know, and the worst part was after, you know, because I was so swollen and I was like, what's happening inside my mouth? But um, I've never been afraid of the dentist and I always get so excited for my cleanings because my teeth feel so good after that. That's so that's awesome. like my favorite time of the year. <laughs> yeah, wisdom teeth is a hard experience because 
yeah, we numb you in the office. Mm -hmm. We try to make it as good as possible, but it's still a surgery. So people need to take care at home. And usually the biggest concern is that they start feeling better and they don't follow instructions. So like, oh, you have to be in a soft diet. You have to put the cold. You have to take the antibiotic, which for everybody, it's something really hard to follow yeah. instructions in there. But people are doing well. Lately, technology has making the process so easy and less complicated. Uh, summer is my favorite time because we get all the kids to do their wisdom teeth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which is terrible. But uh, that's a good time for them to get the distracted, that they are not wow. school, that they can take a week break and, and stay with ice cream the whole week. So who's better at following directions, kids or adults? Usually moms take care of the kids, but their own adults, they don't take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me when was my last cleaning, I'm not going to tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> No, and you're no, there every day. You could just be like, hey. I have all my tools at home. <laughs> I have my water pick, my electric toothbrush. All those tools are amazing to keep your oh teeth in the right place. Yes. Okay. So you have your own practice, right? I want you to like go down your entire timeline. Where did you get your training? Why did you want to become a dentist? How did you get your start? And how did you end up with your own practice? Initially, I wanted to be or a doctor or an architect. And I was like, oh, my God, uh, my brother was an architect and he worked so hard in this making this project. And I say, oh, my God, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Then my sister was a doctor and say, oh, my God, I'm not going to study that hard. So I wow. ended up combining both and I studied dentistry. And You're like a mouth architect. <laughs> there you go. So I have the art. I have the science. And I focus myself in implantology because it's still surgery. It's more medical. And that's what I really like. I go wow. deep in that area. Um, and I went to school in Venezuela. Then I moved to Colombia and I did oral surgery and pathology, which it's amazing because you can uh, find something like uh, very bad diseases that they start in the mouth. And if you catch it on time, you can help people wow. to solve this in early stages. Um, and also then I went to... Um, and I, I was part of a, an association called the American Academy of Clear Aligners. Okay. And they introduced me to Invisalign, which is a great product in dentistry. That's how I found you. Exactly. You did all of my Invisalign. I had braces and never wore my retainer. And my teeth got so bad that somebody commented on a picture of me online. And they're like, her teeth are bad. And I'm like, what do you mean? I had braces. But <laughs> I had that reality check because it shifts so slow. And I never saw my teeth moving, but they noticed. And I was like, I'm going to need to call somebody ASAP. And I found you because True. of all, you know, your track record of having such great patient experiences. And you helped get my teeth straight and white and so perfect for the pageant. Invisalign, it's amazing. It's easy. It's easy. It's clear. You... Nobody knew. Like, exactly. The whole time I had the aligners. And I wasn't even done with Invisalign when I went on stage. True. But, you know, we found a way to hide it and nobody could tell. Exactly. It's so easy. Invisalign, is, it's a beautiful tool. It's its a beautiful technology. We really love it. Do it, people still get braces or? Not much. Usually Invisalign, they are more dedicated for adults because you have a kid like 12, 13. They, they, the teeth is still um, changing. They are losing teeth. They are not fully ready. So if you are around 14, that's the right time that I will start using Invisalign. Okay. Some dentists does it because there are different products for kids, but I, that's a different training. I don't have that training. I trade more adults. So usually mm -hmm. our patients are people like you, that they have like a relapse from a previous orthodontic treatment, that they yeah. didn't wear their retainers, or usually we put a little wire in the back of your teeth so they don't get oh. uh, crooked again. 
and did have memory. So they always gonna go back to the bad position they were. So that's why you see all people, they all have crooked teeth in the bottom. <gasps> okay, so question, it just popped up when you were talking. Um, I wear my retainer like religiously every night because I'm scared. But even if you have veneers, would they still move back or do the veneers kind of help hold it in place? They still move back. Oh and I gosh. learned it in the hard way. I did a full mouth reconstruction full of crowns to somebody old. And she had very stubborn teeth here. We put it straight, everything beautiful. And I finished the case. And then like three, four months later, she said, you know, my tooth start moving again. And I say, oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. They have memory. They're going to move. So we end up putting her back in Invisalign and then we put the wire in the back of her teeth and she needs to wear her retainer at night. So experience is something. I've been in this in 22 years and I've been like seeing all kind of crazy mm -hmm. stuff happening. And they always ask you, for how long have you wear, you need to wear your retainer and you have to wear your retainer for as long as you want your teeth straight. Wow. That's it. There is no change. You have to wear your retainer every night. Let's say you don't have the wire. It's okay but you have to wear your retainer every okay. night. But the wire does work? Yeah, the wire okay. works, but the wire it's only from canine to canine, like the sharp teeth here in the bottom. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have crooked teeth in the back as well, and they move those two. So mm -hmm. that's why we recommend you to put the plastic at night as well. Wow, so both. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you will have to start working harder in your teeth. I hate my retainer. And I'm like, maybe if I have enough veneers, it'll just hold everything in place. But I guess that's And I know you have a dog, so you have to be careful because dogs love retainers. Oh, really? That's the best friend. Like, you can buy all the toys you want for the dog, but give it a retainer. They will destroy it in five minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, well, I got eight retainers from you. So the old ones, I'll give it to my dog as a treat. That's <laughs> I'm <perfect>. just kidding. <laughs> that's yeah, so yeah. Gross. It can be toxic. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So sorry, I got super sidetracked. So let's go back to um, finishing up your education and how you opened up your own practice. So I was working for other people. I moved here to the States. I did oral surgery at Jackson Memorial Hospital. It's a hospital here in Florida. Yeah, it's, it's a really good one. Yeah. Super nice. And they have this great training. I did an internship yet, uh, there, and then I did um, a general practice residency so I can get the license in the state because I am from Venezuela. So I validate all my education here and I work for other people for five years so I can get experience about private practice, public practice. I did a little bit of everything. And someday a friend called me and say, you know, we're selling our practice. Do you want to buy it? Wow. And I make a joke to her and say, okay, if you can sell me the practice for this amount of money, call me. So a year later, she called me and she said, okay, now we're selling for that price. We couldn't find another opportunity. Wow. And I was like, okay, give me the key. And I bought the practice. Were you scared? Of course I was. I didn't know anything. Oh my God. I didn't even know that you need to have a merchant service. You need to have your accounting. You need to have even check for termites, especially here in Florida. Oh, yeah. Cockroaches. You oh, have everything. to check for, you have to have the landlord, all those things. I was a kid. I didn't know nothing about wow. all these How things. How old were you? Uh, I was 30. I still believe I'm a kid. I'm 43 now. <laughs> <Me> but. <too. laughs> But it's things that we don't even know about it, yeah. that, that as a small business and entrepreneur, we need to know about all these little details before getting into an office. You need to have an inspection for mold, for million things that we don't wow. know. So I wish I have like a recipe before I start. So I didn't have to go into all these problems, but thank God I learned it. And, wow. and we're still there after 10 years. Thank God. 
do you have any advice for people that might be going through medical school right now and want to be a dentist and want to open up their own practice? What's your advice to them? Because, you know, they know everything you need to know to be a dentist. But what about like the entrepreneurial side of it? The business is so complicated. Like if you ask me tomorrow to have somebody in charge of my office, I will do. But if I recommend something, it's first get two or three years of experience in a DSO or in another uh, kind of practice, private practice, or work for the government a little bit. So you know how the business works. You know mm -hmm. how is human resources, which right now for all the industries are terrible, especially after coronavirus and mm -hmm. that people can work from the house. So nobody wants to go to work. Nobody so work. the salaries we used to pay before, they are completely different now. And sometimes there are these networking organizations that you can go and you can be part of them, start as a when you're working for somebody else and they can teach you about uh, merchant service, even roofing from your office or mm -hmm. how to do um, get a loan or how can you do a retirement plan for yourself? Because at the end wow. you're doing all of this so you wow. can get proper wealth to retire at the end. Wow. So how many um, dentists are in your office now? Is it still just you and um, your team? It's or? me and we have an associate now too. Okay. She graduated like two, three years ago, and she's fantastic doing wow. crowns and veneers. And I love that she's with us because she's super quickly. She's so young, but I'm very excited about having her in the practice. I love that. Yeah. So I love that you're hiring women. I feel like you empower women because every time I'm in your office, it's like all girls and it's yes. so fun. So were there any challenges being a woman in the field, whether through your education or just being a female dentist? Was it hard? It is really hard, especially at the beginning because we have baby face and I, all my things are going through surgery. So when I tell somebody I'm going to be pulling the wisdom teeth or I'm going to be doing that, people think I'm the nurse or I am oh, wow. the secretary or I am oh, the assistant. Like, where is the doctor? Because my last name is White. So Dr. White sounds like, I don't know, male. I don't know why. Yeah. I make that BS in my head. But... Um, he said, no, I am the one who's going to do the surgery. They don't believe that I have all this education and all this training. So one time I have to go to this grocery store and get some fake glasses because I didn't wear glasses before, but I look more smarter or older if I wear glasses. Wow. And they were fake. They were not even real glasses. That's a crazy story. That might be the craziest one I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. Or okay. maybe it was me who needed yeah. the confidence to sell yeah. the things properly. But wow. um or as a speaker, now I'm working for a, a laboratory called Glywell that they did a program calling Guiding Leaders, and they're trying to promote women to be speakers in all the industry because wow. every time you go, there are doctors who are giving the lectures, and now they're trying to empower women to participate in all this treatment and education. I love that. Yeah. So when was your last lecture? Um, I'm going to give one next week Okay. about laser in dentistry. Um, and next year I have another gig about technology and dentistry. Wow. So Wait, what is laser and dentistry? Now I'm interested in that. Well, you see a lot of people have very short teeth or the teeth didn't come out completely. Mm -hmm. You don't have that problem. I Start did. Looking at, I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. We yeah, did I had a little weird bit. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there are lasers that we can use in dentistry to trim the gum a little bit and make the teeth look longer. And if you see in the pageant that you're gonna see tonight, uh -huh. every all the ladies has like the big <gasps> teeth are the ones that are more attractive. So wow. now we are doing that, we call it gingivectomy, which is removing a little bit of the gum on top of the teeth. Only if 
that's the case for the patient. It means that um, we have to analyze a little bit more than just go and cut it. Mm -hmm. But uh, basically what we do is like trimming the gum in a way that they look more aesthetic and more nice for the patient. Does the gum grow back? If it has bone under, it will grow back. So it's only when the tooth didn't come out completely. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't have that problem. Like, and I don't have the problem either. So it's like, you see how a flower is blooming and comes out. Usually the gum is a little bit higher. So if the bone was here, we can trim and it goes down. But it's more technical things. But wow. yeah. And if we have the short teeth, we still can cut the bone and the gum and everything goes together. That's so fun. I feel like yeah. cosmetic dentistry is really fun for me. And I feel like that's what it's all about for me. I want to keep my teeth clean. But do I really care about my oral health? No, not really. I don't want my yeah, breath to stink. But okay. I want my teeth to be amazing because it's such a big confidence booster. So that's like the fun stuff for me. And I know you've worked with a lot of celebrities like Miss Earth USA, who's going to I compete did. right now. What was that like? Um, so first of all, she's so nice. She's so nice. She's so nice. And her case was beautiful, especially after what she went through on social media. What happened? I know she posted about it. So she's very open. She about made it. a post about her. Like uh, she went to uh, Miss Earth USA. She won. But when they saw her teeth, like she was posting something in social media, she has some kind of treatment done in her front teeth, but they look a little bit yellow. They were not what perfect. What treatment was it? She you got um, composite veneers, but okay. unfortunately they were, or the teeth were like that when she born or she, I don't remember the story exactly with detail, mm-hmm. but the main thing is that the teeth were not perfect and they make jokes of her online, etc. Um, and then an angel recommended to me (laughs) and she came to me and we did that simple treatment. She's very young, so we don't want to drill her teeth or destroy her teeth. Mm -hmm. And we did some two simple composite veneers and she looked amazing. Amazing. And she's rocking those teeth in Vietnam right now. She's competing. So you should be so proud to have your teeth on the Miss Earth stage. That's huge. And she looks so good. And that's a really good point for your approach is that you're so conservative because I was begging you for veneers. I remember I was like, I please know, give me I veneers. Know. And you're like, no, because your teeth are already perfect. It's not good for you. Like your natural teeth are fine because True. you got them that way for me. Correct. Um, so what motivates you to stay conservative and not go over the top? It takes a lot. I see the patient age. Like mm-hmm. at some point, if you have something called tetracycline stains, which are like terrible and ugly, I will put those veneers tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if you are somebody that it doesn't like a little corner or the teeth are very round or the teeth have, they're a little yellow, we can start with something like composite veneers that we don't have to drill your own teeth. But if you are getting around 40s, 50s, then it's a time that you can do something more aggressive because to do a veneer, you still have to drill a little bit the tooth, like 0.03 millimeters of the enamel. And Enamel is a precious tool that God gave you. Don't destroy it if you don't have to. We see ladies that they are 21 years old that they come to the office, perfect white teeth, and they are aligned and you don't understand why. And sometimes they need like more psychological treatment to feel confident about how they could they look. But in another hand, there are people that they have crooked teeth and sometimes they think that if they put the veneer, that will solve the problem. The problem is that that bite, it's not correct. It's not healthy. So first of all, we have to do like you did. You have to put you on Invisalign, get your teeth aligned and get the right bite. And then we can definitely go and do veneers and give you like a smile design for your teeth. 
Wow. That's like really good information. Yeah. <laughs> um, so health-wise, what can our viewers do to have good oral health and make sure that they're taking care of their teeth? I know we have to floss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, with flossing, there is also technology coming out. Like, really? The, like the water peak, which is water pressure. Mm -hmm. um, it comes in a little tank. You can uh, charger at home, like your phone, and then you put water in there and you go around the gums and the teeth and it works as a flossing. Oh, really? So, so you don't have to do both? No. Okay. The thing that everybody complains about that flossing is that it gets a lot of water. So don't do it when you look gorgeous like you right now mm -hmm. because you're going to mess up your makeup oh, okay. or your clothes, etc. Um, other options are electric toothbrush and of course prevention coming to your cleaning every six months. Mm -hmm. Um, what about tongue scraping? I see that on TikTok a lot. Is that like a thing? You can do it with your own toothbrush. Okay. Or there are some toothbrush in the back that it has like a rough area that oh, it helps yeah. you to, to clean your tongue Is as that well. Is important? Because we don't it's pay attention to very important. Okay. Very important. We always get patient with like a big white plaque on top of that. Mm -hmm. That's all bacteria. Mm. So that's why they're going to give you bad breath. So you have to brush your teeth. Wow. Uh, sorry, you and have to brush your spray. tongue as well. Yes. There was a trend like really popular a few years ago and people still do it. It's kind of coming back. It's like oil pulling. No. Yeah. Don't talk to me about it. I don't believe about it. I think it's BS, but it's only my personal approach. Really? We have a lot of patients that they are or holistic or very healthy in that area that they don't want chemicals and they are saying okay i'm treating my gum disease with coconut oil that it's not helping coconut oil is great for a lot of things and it also helps in the mouth a little bit but when you have the gum disease already you have to get rid of the bacteria and the mm -hmm. coconut oil it helps a little bit i'm not gonna say that it's a no-no but you need another kind of help wow Another trend is um, purple toothpaste. Purple. Have you seen that? No. I saw charcoal toothpaste, like the black one, but mm -hmm. purple. No. How do you feel about the charcoal? I would say no again. It's we too abrasive, right? It's probably it is abrasive. And there are not enough studies that they can say that actually work. Mm -hmm. We had a patient in the office. He bought it in, in one of these websites. He came to us super mad that he wanted to sue the company because his teeth go black. <gasps> and we cleaned it in the office and we were able to get rid of that. But it was a stain. So unfortunately, we cannot believe in everything we see, yeah. even if we see a million stars in the reviews, because sometimes the same company take care of their reviews. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful still yeah. with, with what we read and what we buy. I have to show you the purple toothpaste. I want to oh see your God. reaction. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oops, I'm on TikTok. Okay. That's where in science we always take care of, uh, check articles and, yeah. and are on top of what's going on. It's like huge on TikTok. And it's like, you know how people have purple shampoo for blonde hair? Yes, it makes yes. your hair whiter Correct. for your teeth. Oh my God. I have to buy that and taste it. No, no way. Nope. It's all these, you know, crazy trends on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with your Colgate. Be happy. It works. It's beautiful. It stays 12 hours in your mouth making effect. Colgate didn't pay to me to say anything. <laughs> um, but it's it's a great toothpaste, actually. Oh, my gosh. But I yeah. love seeing you. Zoom whitening is great, too. That's yes. what I did with you, and that actually worked. Yes. Um, any recommendations for people that have sensitive teeth? Sensoline is a great toothpaste, but if they are very, very sensitive, we have to see why. 
Oh. One option can be caries, which is very obvious. You have a hole in your tooth, so you go and fix it. Another option is that you have gum recession, and oh. the root of the tooth has been getting exposed. And sometimes we need to cover with a gum surgery or with a filling. And another option, if you don't have anything, you have perfect teeth and you still have sensitivity, we can make trays like your retainers mm -hmm. and we can recommend a toothpaste that we put inside called MI Paste, which helps calcify the enamel and you can wear it every night or sometimes you need fluoride. So it's case by case. So wow. I recommend you to go to the dentist that you have if you have any of those problems. Wow. Okay, so I want to talk about the fun stuff. Yes, okay, because please, what made you want to be a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always the one that it makes love my friends and mm. my my family and school. So um, one time I have a very bad thing happen to me. I lost a baby and I was all sad and depressed. Sorry. And I went to therapy and I have to pay this amount of money and speak in English, which is, you know, it's not my first language mm -hmm. for the heavy accent I have right now. And they charged me this crazy amount of money and and I didn't go better. So wow. I ended up opening an Instagram in Spanish about talking about the women's problem, how we deal with it. Like after wow. breastfeeding, how my boobs went to the floor <gasps> or silly stuff <laughs> like, oh, the shampoo says that um, it's good for the fat. So, okay, let's drink the shampoo so we can lose weight. Oh my God. <laughs> things like that. All right. So, oh. and then I started getting followers. And yeah, I you're wouldn't huge. believe it. <laughs> yeah, I think you went viral, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I say, okay, maybe more women are related to me around 40s and they, they all have the same problems and they were all sharing the stories. Mm -hmm. Or one day I went and say, oh my God, this is such a bad her day and million people write about it. So they were day by day silly stuff that make people laugh and at the same time share their experiences. So I start working more on that. And then I reach somebody that it was famous in my country and say, oh, can I open for you in this big show that you're going to have in, in Aventura in Miami? And he said, yes. So that wow. was the first time I went in stage. So I love the stage. I love public speaking. Um, in Spanish, it's much easier for me, but I'm working in English too. Even with yes. my accent, it was funny. I gave my graduation speech at this guiding leader program. Wow. And it, it's always lovely when you see people smile. It and, is. And of course laugh. Oh my God. Yes, I love wow. it. That's amazing that you took something bad and made it into something so fun and True. had fun with it. And now you're like, you know, opening for these comedians and hopefully soon you'll have your own tour and like a Netflix special. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Amen. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, oh my gosh. I love it's it. harder than dentistry, I have to say. Really? If you throw a joke and nobody laughs, <gasps> it's the worst sensation you ever had. Has that happened before? Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. We, I, I went to different gigs and, and if people are not ready to laugh, they are not going to laugh. Like I went to this uh, Venezuelan music festival and they want me to talk and everybody was already drunk and it was already late. So it was not a women's perspective laughing time for anybody that oh day. So I learned gosh. that audience is important and it's the same as dentistry. If you don't have the right patient, you better send it to somebody else. Wow. It's, it's not for you. Give it to somebody else. And I feel like opening for someone's even more hard because you're the one that has to get them in that mood. True. Right? You have to like warm 100%. them up. Yes. Yes. yes oh yes. my gosh. So you do also some aesthetic things like Botox and fillers and fun stuff. Correct. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, I 
the problem is that I wear with loops and I always save people faces. If I see an eyelash that it's in the wrong place or if I see something, I always want to touch it, but I'm not allowed. But uh-huh. uh, Botox has been open for dentists too. Mm-hmm. So we can, we don't do Botox the whole day, but the great thing about the dentist is that we don't mix it with anything. We have a pure for our patient. Um, it's not like a mixing syringes or anything. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that we do in the office is foreheads and next to your eyes. Really? And I would think it would be like the masseter. No? The masseter we do it when they have TMJ. It's okay. a great treatment, especially when some people cannot wear trays because they gag or they have problems there. Wow. So we treat them from the outside. So we treat in the muscle, the masseters, and we can inject all these areas so the patient uh, can have comfort. The only issue with Botox and this kind of treatment is that it's a short-lasting treatment. Yeah. But lately we saw there is a new protocol, Doxify 2, mm-hmm. that it's like Botox, but it lasts longer, <gasps> almost a year or two. So that would be amazing as long as it goes good. Cause I've had bad Botox before. So I'm like, I don't know if I want it to last a year cause it could be a good thing. True, <laughs> but, but, but Botox also has a medication can reverse the effect. Oh, why so, but you only have 24 hours oh. to use it. At the end, the Botox treatment, you see it um after about um a week yeah, when you so really see the result late. yes yeah i've had people like my friend her whole like eyelids drooped down okay. like everything just fell instead of lifting and she was stuck with it for three months oh my god no i know <laughs> <laughs> well like dermatologists are gonna always save us because yeah. they have more experience than we do but there are a lot of dentists doing botox right now and especially i my favorite treatment of Botox is when you're smiling like a horse, which is sounds horrible, but uh-huh. it happens a lot that you're showing too much gum. Yeah. If you put a lot of a little bit of Botox <gasps> next to your nose, the lip doesn't rise that high and the patient it's more confident. They love it. I no, wanna do it. No, you don't I wanna need do it. it. I wanna do it. You're not showing even a little bit of gum. But now I'm like scared to smile. <laughs> You should smile. You have a beautiful oh, smile. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Okay, so Miss Universe is happening tonight. Do you have any favorites? I love Miss Venezuela, of course. I am from Venezuela. Uh, Miss Colombia is very nice. Mm -hmm. I saw Miss Portuguese. Um, for Portugal, I'm sorry. Yeah. She's nice too. Colombia and Venezuela are the two countries where I feel like they always have the best teeth. You're ready for the or or the worst. It can go in a way. Because there was one Colombia that her teeth. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. (laughs) We have good dentists in Venezuela. Let's call it that way. I believe it. Yeah. Most of the girls that they are there, they have been ears. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't say 100%. But most of them have been ears. So they have beautiful smile no matter what. They are beautiful. We cannot judge. I cannot judge of them. They are so beautiful. And I have to say Venezuela already have like uh, seven Miss Universe that we win approximately. Yeah, every time. So we have... A good industry in uh, in beauty in Venezuela. Yes, 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 100%. Look what I saw here. Is this remember you of something? Yeah. Or reminds you of something? That's the crown I had when you were working on my teeth. Try it on, try it on. Oh my gosh, the throwback. This crown has been through a lot. Well, it fits you well. Thank you. (laughs) You deserve it. (laughs) Miss South Florida years ago. And oh my gosh. Doing a pageant is so much pressure and so much work. I can imagine. I was so stressed to come out today with no makeup, with no hair. Yeah, <laughs> you look amazing. Oh, my god! Thank gosh. you. Thank you. So we're going to do a fun game. I usually do this or that at the end of my show, but we're going to do what did she do, if anything, to her okay. teeth um, with the Miss Universe contestants. 
So let's see. This is Miss Honduras. Well, I have to say she just did bleaching. I don't see any veneers there. That's crazy how you can tell. This is Miss Universe Thailand. Natural teeth. Natural teeth? Natural teeth. What? You see how they are moving to one side? Like they are not straight? I would think they're, they all look like veneers to me. All right. This is Argentina. She's Latina, so I think I know the answer. These look like composite veneers. You see how they're a little opaque? They're not shining that much. Mm -hmm. So composite veneers there. Okay. Which I think that's a good treatment. Yeah, that's what Especially I Especially at that age, yes. This is Miss Mexico. Those are porcelain veneers, 100%. <laughs> I expect nothing less from Miss Mexico. <laughs> she better have porcelain veneers. They are the kings of the porcelain veneers, let me tell you. Oh. They do it a lot. Okay, so here is Miss Puerto Rico. You see the canine is a little yellow there. It's definitely her own teeth. Probably she got bleaching. Ooh, and question. Some people do just the top veneers or just the front veneers. Usually you do as many veneers as you show in your smile. Wow. Or depends on your budget because they are not cheap. So yeah. some people start with the top because it's the one that it shows the most and then they do the bottom. Wow. But if you want to change the color, you have to try up and down because then they are not going to match the color. Maybe you can change one tone, mm -hmm. but if you have very yellow teeth, you have to do both. I feel like in Miami, we've seen it all, haven't we? We've seen the people that have like four. Yes. yes and yes. that's it. And everything else is yellow. <laughs> I've seen all kinds of veneers here. Um, okay. This is Miss Portugal. Portugal has natural teeth. A hundred percent. Love that for her. Yeah. She's one of the top contestants for tonight. Yeah. Okay. This is Miss Zimbabwe. Those are porcelain veneers. Because they have the shininess. I have to be honest. I'm not 100%, but if I will say something, it will say porcelain veneers. Is there a chance that it could be her natural teeth and yeah. um, face tune? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. She's in the midline. I'm not sure. I'm not going to lie. Okay. We'll do both of them. So we have Miss Universe right now, Arbani Nola, and we have Miss Japan. So there's Miss Universe. Mm. Veneers for sure. And no, nothing. You see how they're a little yellow? Really? But they look good for Japan because I'm Japanese. Yeah. And I know in that culture, it's veneers are unheard of. I don't think anybody gets veneers. No. Um, Not even like a lining, whitening. We don't do any of that. Right. It's good. If your teeth are good and natural and they yeah. have a good beauty, don't get crazy. If you start touching the teeth, the next step is another veneer. The, then the other step is a crown. Then root oh canal. Then... <laughs> Even it's a ball, and then when you get older, there will be no teeth in there. Oh my gosh! Um, so that's all I have. But you opened up a lot of like questions for me because I'm like, <laughs> now I want to ask you all about veneers. I see a lot of people that get veneers that are way too big. Why does that happen? They're not. It's not growing into their mouth because it all depends of the gum line where you start the veneers some people try to go very deep on that and then you see people with a lot of red gums that they don't look healthy mm -hmm. those are dangerous mm -hmm. the big one we all depend on the lab so if you don't have a good lab then you can give chiclets to the patient and oh. that's why people are scared or when they choose the color 
you have to choose a color that it matches the white of your eye, the white of other things um, wow. that they are related. Like if you have the lower teeth, the upper teeth, it's a conjunction. Or sometimes they do the veneers and they don't see where the line of your eyes is and they don't put symmetry on it. Um, and a tooth has a bunch of things in the anatomy. It's not like just a little square. It's a square that it have different valleys and waves and clarity and the light shines different from one side to the other side. So you have to have a good lab to deliver a good veneer. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought you made them in the office. <laughs> <laughs> the composite veneer, you also get a template from the lab and then wow. you can use stands to use it and to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a big process. Are composites bigger than porcelain? Because when I got my composites, I felt like I had to grow into them because I felt like there was so much on top of my teeth. It felt like this was so big. They will feel bigger because we are not drilling your tooth. Mm. So they're definitely, it's like a fake nail on top of your tooth. Okay. So, so if I take these off, my normal teeth are still there? Your normal teeth still there. Interesting. But uh, we are drilling the composite, so we're always going to touch a little bit the tooth, but mm -hmm. we can polish it and do something different. If you want to advance to regular veneers, maybe we will shave it a little bit more. Yeah. It depends on how was your experience with these ones, if you like it or not. And sometimes we can do a mock-up of the teeth that we like to give to the patient, and we can do a test drive. They can try the composite for one or two days, and see if they like it, if they like the color, the shape, and they can say what they want to change. And we can still change it while they're having temporaries. Okay. And so last question before we go, what's your craziest dentistry story? What, like, what's the craziest thing that's happened? Oh my God. Lately, everybody after Corona got a little bit of crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a good story and a sad story. Okay. A sad story. Uh, we have a girl that she came for the cleaning. She was going to another office and she had a lot of bleeding gum, something that they give her a mouthwash to fix. And when we saw her, it was so bad that we say, oh my God, this is not normal. She need to have blood work done. And then we find out she has some kind of leukemia. <gasps> and that was devastating. Um, she's still alive. We're still in contact with her. Um, but that was a good story that we try to help somebody and we save it just because yeah, she had some bad gum disease mm -hmm. and a good one we recently had another cancer patient that she couldn't afford to have treatment um, because she went through all these chemo and radio and she have uh, root canals in her teeth she had a very bad experience uh, recently we did only the four veneers believe it or not after her Invisalign and when we give the mirror she started crying <gasps> And that's the best reward you can get. It really is. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Because we deal with pain every day. But when we see that people smiling and happy wow. with something that it's not a root canal or something really bad, um, it really makes you go to work the next day. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're so amazing. That made thank me you. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. So where can we follow you? Um, I want your professional account and your comedy account as well for our Spanish-speaking audience. Thank you. And please you. start doing English comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. It's, it's a little hard. Um, my Instagram account is Dr. Weich, D-R-W-A-I-C-H. And my funny one is Amiga Chao Pescao. So for my Venezuelans and Latin followers, they would love to have it. And, and I will look to see you there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming thank on you. today. Thank you so much for the opportunity.